I remember when we were on a Zoom call with everybody from Mending Walls, you said that there were, <laughs> you said that there were two sites that we could have done the mural on. The long site that we chose and a, and a taller, kind of more manageable <laughs> site, which I totally would have jumped on. But I love that Barry had the foresight and the ambition to tackle the long billboard wall because it was awesome. What we made there is is really awesome and feels really good. In May of 2020, the citizens of Richmond, Virginia, took to the streets to protest racial inequality, police brutality, and the monuments to Confederate generals that line our historical streets and city parks. As a result, African-American artist and community activist Hamilton Glass chose to create a public art project that brings together artists from different cultural backgrounds to paint murals that start conversation and heal the divides between us. That project is called Mending Walls. Hey everyone, my name is Hamilton Glass. I'm the founder and creator of Mending Walls. And today I'm here with Mahari Trabuera and Barry O'Keefe. Hey guys, thanks for being with me today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and so um, I'm super excited you guys are here today. Um, you are, you all are the last kind of collaboration this year for the Mending Walls project. Um, and uh, you all had the opportunity to kind of partner with Virginia Community Voices. And for those who are just kind of like joining in, uh, maybe out of order or didn't hear the other uh, um, podcast from this season, what Mending Walls is doing this season is kind of uh, collaborating with other um, uh, organizations that do uh, work around social and racial justice. Um, and so in this sense, uh, Many Walls this year has three collaborators. We have the two artists that come together from different backgrounds, but then we also have a, uh, you know, organization that the artists get involved with to learn, learn about more of the work that they do here in Richmond um, around social and racial justice. And so um, Virginia Community Voices does a lot uh, here in Richmond, um, and particularly they do a lot of work around housing and they work a lot with the uh, communities in the South side um, around the Bellmead, um, the Bellmead area um, and all up and down the uh, Richmond Highway corridor. And so uh, choosing Barry and Mahari um, was kind of an exciting collaboration for me just because I'm familiar with both of their work um, and I actually wanted to get you guys in there last year, um, but just kind of didn't have room, <laughs> if you will. Um, uh, but um, I'll let you guys, I'm gonna get you guys to kind of introduce yourselves um, just so the uh, listeners kind of know who you are and um, know what you do. So uh, Mahari, I'll let you go first. Hey guys, I'm Mahari. I um got my undergrad degree from VCU and one thing I forgot to say last time I introduced myself like it's really important to say is I've been an artist in residence at the Contemporary Arts Network for the past year and a half um that's a artist networking organization in Newport News how about you Barry I'm Barry O'Keefe uh grew up here in Richmond went to school other places came back in 2016 now I've got a studio here, live here, teach at VCU and work with some arts nonprofits around town, paint some murals. That's me. Uh, you guys are being 
very modest about your work here in Richmond. <laughs> um, but okay, well, yeah. So, well, my first question is, did you all know of one another? Because um, I, I know you both through different networks um, and I'm always surprised at how, I guess, artists, you know, know one another. So did you all know one another when I introduced you to the to the project part of each other's work uh not personally i had seen mahari's work at the iridian gallery i think it's called um that's run by diversity richmond uh, i think that was a show during the pandemic so i had i was i was just like at this you know at diversity yeah and wandered into the gallery and spent a ton of time looking at all of those paintings and then when I got the call from you, Hamilton, I didn't immediately make the connection. But then when I like went to look Mahari up, I was like, oh, I've seen all of these paintings in person. So that was my connection. Do you have a mural in Shaco Bottomberry? No, um, I've, I think the only other piece I've got running in Richmond right now is at the Southern State Silos. Yeah, I feel like I've seen your work in Richmond before, but we didn't know each other personally, no. But just before our, our tour with Rodney, we got to sit and have coffee at that place that Brewers. AJ runs. Brewers, yes. Yeah, yeah in Southside. That's, that, was, that actually leads into my next project, my next question, which is like, once you all learned about, many, you know, the Mending Walls project with one another and you learned about your collaborative partner how did you kind of kick it off and how did that conversation start yeah well we sat down at brewers um we had arranged with virginia community voices to go check out Southside. i didn't have like a super clear picture of what that was going to be like but we knew that we were supposed to show up at brewers brewers cafe we both got there a little early um and just kind of you know got to know each other and then rodney showed up who we're always calling Mr. Mookie because he's said to call him that. And like, yeah, well, that's what the thing said on his. On his oh, right, 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 yeah, right. <laughs> like on Zoom or something. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Mr. Mookie showed up and we went on this uh, maybe like two and a half, three hour. That's how it was in my memory anyway. Ride around Southside. We visited like seven or eight different neighborhoods and Rodney apparently knows literally every human being in Southside. So, you know, we would just like pull up to some street corner and jump out of the car and meet somebody and or just walk into some building where people were having a meeting and interrupt the meeting and say hello. Um, and so we got a lot of history in like a very short period of time. Yeah. And it was just cool to hear him talk about what he feels like Southside needs or, or what kinds of things they have that he values, you know, like, I, was it the Bellmead Community Center? Yeah, behind Oak Grove Elementary, or next to Oak Grove Elementary. And, and then, but then I think the garden is called Bellmead Park. Yeah, I think it's Bellmead Community Center. I'm confused. Yeah. I have a mural in that community center. <laughs> yeah, we saw and, them. And, and, I'm, yeah, and, I, and I'm confused too. Yeah, yeah, and I'm confused. Yeah, just space where people can just like be. Well, cool. So once you guys got off of that tour, how did it start? How, you know, what was the focus? Again, your project is around fair housing. 
which honestly is a really broad topic, right? Because there are so many different issues that affect fair housing. It's not just getting in a house, but it's also the the community, you know, surrounding and what and how how people are able to get into that community and you know what stores and uh, things are around that community. It's a it's a really big topic. So, how did you guys focus it in, and what did you focus it in on? Yeah, I think we started talking about. Um things that communities don't have that they need, like grocery stores or like green spaces or like like active like beautification processes. And then we, I think, started talking about like industries in communities that start to harm the spaces. And then that's where we started getting like ideas about what the mural would actually look like. Yeah. Yeah, we met a couple of times and just had sort of informal, no pressure, meandering conversations about ideas and what stood out to us from riding around with Mr. Mookie. And I think, you know, he works on the, a lot on greening and beautification with Virginia Community Voices. And I think that kind of colored our perception a little bit, thinking about, I mean, the need for beauty and the fact that this mural is sort of a part of that work. And then also like what beauty means in the context of Southside, where a lot of industries and kinds of development that wealthy neighborhoods with political power don't want get stuck in poor neighborhoods. And so that kind of pushed, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but that kind of pushed some of our research into looking at, yeah, like the industries and development patterns in the area. And like, for me, something that I found was like these two power plants that are located pretty close to the mural site that had recently closed down that created a lot of air pollution in the area and using them as kind of symbols of in general stuff getting stuck in south side that no one would tolerate in the west end or whatever which also leads to kind of your your specific mural site which was for me, I guess, as the organizer of Mending Walls and trying to put all of this stuff together, I wanted to be real intentional about doing something that was about finding a location that was in the South Side for one, but you know, also spoke to the neighborhoods that I know Virginia Community Voices Services and me to be 100% transparent, I've done a good amount of work with Virginia Community Voices through a program called ARCA. And so I've been at like some of their steering committee meetings. I've been in the in the neighborhood with Mr. Mookie <laughs> and I've kind of seen that firsthand and I, I just kind of knew how important that was. Um, and so um, I had a really great meeting with a woman by the name of Tink who runs Evergreen Industries that her office is on South is on South Side, but she had a warehouse off of Richmond Highway. And at first I, I thought to myself, like, ah, a warehouse. That's, you know, but when I found out the location, which is right on Richmond Highway, right across from that Bellme community, I thought it was perfect. And it was perfect just because it was the unconvention unconventional site. And I know that a lot of people take the bus there. Um, and I know that it's literally right across from that Bellmead area and that it would stand out. And it also was a humongous wall, um, a wall that you could, you know, make a statement on. 
And so doing that and introducing you all to it, I would love to hear your reaction to the, the wall site. And, it, and if you could also kind of describe what, what the, you know, the mural site is and how you all approach designing it. Yeah, I mean, I think when I first saw the mural wall, it was in a picture. And so, you know, I was just thinking about compositions and stuff. And I was like, well, it might be hard to get a lift in there. This long skinny thing looks good. There's no bushes in front of it directly. And then actually driving out to the spot with a tape measure and measuring off like the section that I had imagined, uh, like that rectangle, I was like, just kept going and going and going. Um, so yeah, definitely the longest mural I've ever painted. It's 125 feet long, only 12 feet high though, which is nice because then you can do it all on like a pretty reasonable ladder. I feel like one thing that I, I really want to point out is that Richmond Highway, the site of the mural used to be Jefferson Davis Highway. And the fact that it was recently renamed and, and has been a site for a Mending Walls mural, I think is really beautiful and powerful. So for the listening listening viewers, kind of describe what you all designed and, and what, what your finished product looks like. So designing started just over a Zoom call between Barry and I, and I think we started talking and then Barry pulled out like pen and paper to try to you know, like make real what we were talking about. And originally, I think we were talking about like a, like a really long green space with maybe railroad tracks at the bottom. We talked about for a moment, like a figure, some kind of like spiritual deity, like going across the length of the wall. And then somewhere in there, we got to like, like windows, kind of like, I thought about them as like portals into like, these different spaces to make sure that we like filled the wall. Barry, you want to jump in? Yeah. So we were talking about themes of green space and greening as, as, and kind of envisioning a different South side. And there were a couple of things that fed into that of like the Bellmead Community Center has this really beautiful garden behind it that is getting connected to by Bellmead Green Street. We're right on Bellmead. And then the Bridge Park project is supposed to also connect to that green space. And so it's rethinking the central hub of the Richmond Highway Corridor as green space as opposed to industry, which is what it has been historically. And a lot of that is abandoned. And we're also, our mural site is right next to these train tracks that are now line of forest that cuts through the neighborhood in weird ways. And so knowing, you know, Mahari and a lot of her work has all of these amazing forest environments. And then in a lot of my work, um, I'll deal with sort of industrial environments and um, infrastructure. And so we were thinking of how to put those things together. And so it's kind of like a leapfrog piece. It's like Mahari, little section of Barry, overlap by Mahari, overlap by Barry. And it keeps kind of like leapfrogging down. So there's four scenes of industrial spaces that are framed by forest growing over it. And then it's all stitched together by this text that we actually just finished literally 45 minutes ago 
Yeah. Mural is officially done. Hooray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At first, I was thinking that we had such a great space being on the highway, having so many eyes like passing it to have to kind of like force people to like think a thought. And so I was thinking of, you know, some kind of affirmation that, you know, they could think that would reinforce it. But then we started talking about the effects some of the industries in the area have on our environment and tying it back to the we can't breathe or I can't breathe phrasing. And then thinking about like the Black Panthers 10 point program and the language that they use to begin each of the points is we want. And I think that that's how we kind of came to we want clean air, we want good food, and we want peace. That's awesome. So what when and in, in doing that, and I know like during our during our volunteer days, you all actually had the sketch right there. And I thought that that was so genius because I think you brought up a really good point because this is a highway or, you know, a, a, a loose highway, um, you know, you'll see it and you'll know, hey, that's art. And probably, to be honest, uh, most of the people will look at it and go like, what was that? And then the sec- second time they'll come around, and say, I'm going to pay attention this time, right? But then the third time they're going to read it. They're going to be like, what was this? I thought it was so genius. You, you guys did an amazing job. I thought it was so genius putting those words on there. And in my eyes, making people think about how that actually connects to that community and why those warehouses, for lack of a better word, don't really connect to the community right now. And some of them probably being abandoned, how jobs are lost, you know what I mean? And, and things like that. And the, the lack of green space, if you will. And hopefully that'll, that'll make people pay attention and kind of want better. To speak to that, but I just thought you guys made it a, made an amazing piece. One of the things that I ask every single collaboration in this project is, what do you guys believe your particular mural has added to the conversation of mending walls? Because that's what mending walls is about. It's about you know continuing that conversation. So I'm I'm curious to know what you all think this particular project has added to the conversation of mending walls. Well, I mean, a lot of it is actually just credit to y'all. Hamilton, like the site itself, I think says a lot about just don't sleep on Southside. You know, it's like thinking, including the story of Southside into the story of Richmond and what needs to happen. So hopefully something about environmental racism is racism and trying to look at structural forms of racism that are harder to see and make it visible in a different way. Like right now, there's a big conversation and discussion about whether to put a huge new development in Southside, the casino. And that's a big thing happening right now. But these conversations often happen with Richmond Highway for a reason, because people lack resources and political power to choose what they want for their own neighborhood, which is what Virginia Community Voice is all about. I don't know if they've got a stance on that particular issue, but I feel like maybe that's a slightly different focus than some of the other pieces. And I know their, their stance is more about letting the people choose. Right. Right, which I know they have their scorecard and, they, and, and they're developing their scorecard 
to let the people actually have the power. And you brought up a good point. These things always turn up in communities and neighborhoods like this because there's a lack of power and uh, more poverty there. So which they have less resistance to doing. Yeah. About it. Or they're also just like not like that's just not the focus, I think. Sometimes, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, where are we getting dinner from tonight? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and like that's they've got that's, other problems to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> and so people sneak in with stuff because um, but to answer your question, like simply, like I feel like just like actionable items. You know what I mean? Like the text as a list of things that can be worked on. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I remember Rodney saying, like, we just want grocery stores that we can walk to with like good food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe yeah. someone will put a grocery store in Southside in the empty space across from the mural. Yeah. I want to I wanna make sure people understand that. Like if you're standing at the mural site, you are just looking at an abandoned grocery store. So I think... I think it's powerful to kind of try to manifest that. And I mean, we were just out there at the wall and I think you're right, Hamilton, that the text is a really brilliant part of it that, you know, I don't think I would have thought of and that Mahari brought to it. And we were talking about how it's like almost everybody's going to see the mural from a car or a moving vehicle bus of some kind. And so it makes it kind of tie into that the language of like a billboard where you need to be able to have some kind of hook at 40 miles an hour. Right. Exactly. It's so necessary there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so necessary there. And I think some of, I'm not going to name names, but like some of the earlier people who saw that, that site location was like, well, why would you do it there? And I was like, you don't see it? Like it could literally speak to people. I literally was saying that, like it could speak to people. Yeah. Um, and that is part of the challenge of that, of that site. But there's, that's the art of it. The art of it is finding a way for that to happen. Um, and it's really tough finding perfect public art locations in, south side because of that because there is no greenery there's no you know what i mean there's no spaces for that yeah and because of what mahari said people aren't worried about that they're not right we're not worried about making making this this node this place beautiful i'm i'm worried about getting dinner on my table right now yeah and so you know it's a it's a lot different and people also aren't investing over there except for the things that people usually don't want so yeah well i want to is there anything else you guys want to add in working with each other? Any challenges or, or things like that that you guys want to bring out? It was awesome. Barry's awesome. Yeah, I totally second that. Mahari's awesome. I think that's one thing we haven't commented on is just like this was a miraculously beautiful collaboration. And, you know, it's like I've never done a collaborative mural. And so I went in being like, all right, let's roll the dice. <laughs> what happens. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it was like, day one we were just in a groove and we seem to have managed to stay in that groove and we just finished the mural so that's crazy yeah that's so awesome to hear and collaboration just collaboration in general is a tough thing to do and just requires empathy right not even on like a philosophical level but on a just like all right throw down my ego right this just has to be beautiful 
not not even aesthetically it just this just has to work right we're we're talking about something we have to put a message out and this has has to work and so um i'm so glad you guys had a great experience and i i really just honestly the bottom of my heart i appreciate you guys being a part of the mending wells project we appreciate you uh, thank you so much for putting it all together yeah no problem no problem and thank you all for being here just to let us know about the project and I can't wait to go see the finished product. This podcast was produced by Pam Hervey and Hamilton Glass with support from 19 Red and In Your Ear Studios. For more information about the 2021 Mending Walls project and how you can get involved, visit the website at mendingwallsrva.com. Please subscribe to hear all the upcoming episodes of Season 2 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.